You are listening to the fastest growing sports investing podcast in the world. If you're looking for no nonsense, actionable sports investing information and insight, all geared to increase your bankroll, you've come to the right place. And now, the wait is over. Direct from the real MrACL.com, this is the ACL Pod featuring Kevin Wags. I give you A C L. And with that, we are back. The ACL Pod featuring Captain Wags. I'm ACL. He is Wags. Wags from Vegas this week. The website acl-sports.com. X Instagram at the Real Mystery Steel at Captain Wags. We're taping this Wednesday morning national title game in the books. College football season in the books. NFL playoffs three days away. Wags, I know you were out in Vegas for the national championship game Monday night. How was that? How are the books? How's Vegas, my man? Yeah, I mean, if I if I sound a little, uh, you know, <laughs> cranky or 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 low, it's uh, you know eight o'clock in the morning here in Vegas. Uh, probably the first time I'm up that early in Vegas. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Um, You're out for your morning jog this morning. Just yeah, got back morning, to the pod. Exactly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> For anybody who actually knows me and listening, they're probably laughing right now. Because, uh, <laughs> that is not typically part of my routine. Um, but yeah, no, look, first off, there, there's nothing better than uh, watching a big game at the book in Vegas. Um, had the reserve seats up front in the packed house at Caesars. And, um, you know, uh, it's it's just a, a truly incredible experience. Um, so that, you know, I definitely recommend it. Come out uh, trips with your with your boys. Go watch the Super Bowl. Go watch the national title game. March Madness, whatever it may be, um, definitely a good time. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, it happened to coincide with some uh, sports betting, uh, you know, uh, conference, if you will. There, there was a, 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 you know, a breakout session about that. I wanted to go see, um, you know, a couple guys from uh, DraftKings in the house um, who who work high up there, and uh, it, was, it was good. It was a good good time, and uh, you know, you're always trying to learn as much as possible. Um, so yeah, look, uh, ACL, you know, what do you, would you make of the, uh, national title game? What, what else do you want to say up front before we uh, dive in? Yeah. First of all, never stop learning. Totally agree with that. Glad that you're able to, to uh, hit up some of those conferences and whatnot on sports betting. And, uh, yeah, some of the pictures you posted and stuff that you were talking about from national title game Monday night, seems like it was a Big, big night there. Big, big night for us as well. That particular game, 8-1 and one on the client card. I believe a full sweep for you. Um, Michigan, look, I think the right team won. It was close down, you know, late seven-point game second half. Michigan winds up winning by 21 points. 443 total yards for Michigan to Washington's 301. Penix, I am confident in saying that he was injured, and you could just tell that in the second half. I mean, every single throw just looked absolutely labored. Uh, he didn't want to take hits. He was trying to get the ball out early just to avoid getting hit, basically. Yep. So, yeah, his draft stock probably took a little bit of a hit. I hope that those teams, and I imagine that they will, will look at that tape and say, okay, he just was not 100%. But, man, fantastic oh, season for, for Washington, no doubt about it. Yeah, no, fantastic. Look, I mean, when you're out there and you're watching and all your bets come in, I mean, it, it just makes it that much better. Um, the game script was pretty much exactly as I thought. Um <laughs> But even though Michigan team total over 30 and a half cashed, I will say it was a much um, closer <laughs> one than anticipated. I thought it would have cashed a lot earlier than it did. 
I think the play calling by Michigan at the end of the first half and pretty much the entire second half um, was just simply not good. Um, you know, they made absolutely no adjustments. And I think to Washington's credit, they made a great adjustment defensively, clogging up the middle. And Michigan, for whatever reason, refused to run outside. Even though, even though those, those two touchdown runs early, um, both started inside. And then, you know, the running back had to make a move to get outside and, and ultimately use their speed. And, you know, to me, it was um, kind of interesting, but, you know, obviously it didn't matter. I think, look, Graham and Jenkins were absolute monsters up front for Michigan and, and made Penix really uncomfortable, um, really rattled, to be honest. Uh, I spoke my praises about Penix last week. It still holds true. Um, you know, I think, if anything, the thing that I take out is that he's a competitor, man. You you could see him laboring. You could see him hurting in the second half, um, and he battled through. Uh, I was surprised after Michigan scored their last touchdown um, that he didn't get a curtain call, come on the field, hand the ball mm-hmm. off, and, and go out. But, um, you know, whether it was him saying, hey, I'm not coming out, or – the coaches leaving them in. I, I hope it was him just saying not coming, like I'm not coming out because um, the coaches, in my opinion, should have should have pulled him. I mean, there was no reason he should have been out there. Three minutes left, down 21, hurt. You know, obviously he's looking to go to the draft. I don't think his draft stock will 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 drop. I I think that these scouts are good enough not to you know say you know I think if anything they'll say oh the big game and then they'll go back and look at the two Oregon games that he won and, and performed very well. And so, um, you know, I think he faced a very difficult defense um, and Michigan. Yeah. I mean, look, it, it you know, came to life and those four bets that, that I had and, you know, your five, four and one, four, no, eight and one overall, um, you know, cashed. I mean, the, 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 it couldn't have played out any perfectly at the end. And um you, I'm surprised. Yeah, I'm at Caesar's book. It's possible that the wind book heard me screaming um, from there. <laughs> so um, it, it was it was a pretty fun experience, incredible, and and yeah, game script was exactly as as I kind of imagined it would play out. Which is always a fun thing. I tweeted out yesterday. I I, I already am excited for the upcoming season. Right, 200 yeah. some odd days until uh, season starts in in August, and obviously before we know, it, we'll be talking about futures, season win totals, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, May, I, don't, June, I, don't, July. I don't expect uh, Michigan to repeat, I, you know, especially with uh, with the, the new likely, head coach coming in. Yeah, the likely departure of Harbaugh, and um, I think their schedule, I think, uh, is pretty dang difficult. If uh, if I'm not mistaken, um, I they think have they a rematch with like, Washington, I believe, in October. Is what yeah, I saw. I mean, it's 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 a brutal schedule. I think uh, like ten of their games were all like you know top teams uh, mm-hmm. if i'm not mistaken so yeah I, I don't expect them to uh to do much um next year. i mean look they'll be good but uh, i just don't see them repeating uh but it'll be interesting to see who does take uh the title next year and um already starting to kind of look and look at the rosters and see how those are shaping out through the transfer portal and whatnot Absolutely. All right, moving along to the National Football League Super Wild Card Weekend this weekend. Two games Saturday, one of which is on Peacock. If you have, if you don't have Peacock streaming, or if you're looking to go to a bar that doesn't have Peacock, you're out of luck. So take care of that. You got three days, three games on Sunday, and one game Monday night football this weekend. Um, look, big news just yesterday. Generally, Mike Vrabel fired from Tennessee. I tweeted out, he's a great coach. I think sometimes teams just need a different voice in the locker room. Things get stale, et cetera. Are they going to get a better coach than him unless they get Jim Harbaugh, which I don't think that they're going to do? No. 
but I, I I do think there is something to be said about just different boys, different leadership, different mojo in the locker room. So I understand why they did it. Uh, they're probably going to get a lateral move looking at, you know, the, the Ravens coordinators, like something like that. Unless they get Ben Johnson from Detroit, I think it's probably a bad move as far as coaching goes. But again, I understand why they did it. Yeah, I mean, I guess I, I can understand why. I mean, if I'm them, I'm keeping him and I'm probably mm-hmm. bringing in just a new offensive voice in the um, locker room to change up uh, what they have going on right now. I just don't think um, the offense currently fits uh, what maybe you know the management want to do. And I think they want to score more points and probably run a lot less. And I think with yep. Derek Henry, um, you know, probably winding down in his career um, and, and Levis looking the way he does, which is, is good, I think, um, and, and has some hope there in Tennessee. I mean, obviously he got hurt um, and he's not, he wasn't there to finish. Um, you know, they'll, they'll probably want to open up the offense a little bit uh, because he was winging the ball pretty, pretty good. Um, and we'll see, but yeah, you know, it'll be interesting. I think the Ravens offensive coordinator um, could be a really good fit there. Um you know, I guess it's uh, TBD. Okay. Um, I think uh, a few months ago on the pod or, you know, probably five pods ago or something like that, I had mentioned um, Belichick to the commanders. I still think that's a very good possibility. So if you did and you were able to kind of get that, um, you know, I think I think I would hold that. Um, and Harbaugh to the Chargers probably uh, looking likely. I agree with that. If you look at the odds, it's interesting. Bill Belichick is like plus 300, plus 400 to go to like four different teams. You're talking Falcons, Commanders, Raiders on the list, Chargers are on the list, Titans have now made the list. So that's sort they of all over the place. They should have trade. I mean, yeah, uh, the, the Titans, they could have traded Vrabel for, for picks. Yep. Yep. They exactly. wound up not doing that. I My gut tells me Harbaugh winds up going to the Raiders. Um, with the Chargers, a very, very, very close second. So uh, if he's going to the NFL, probably one of those two teams. His wife has some connections to Vegas. His agent has connections to Vegas as well. Now, Mark Davis might get, we'll say, pressured. Maybe he thinks he's the best candidate we'll see in hiring Ant- and, uh, Antonio Pierce. If he does, then I think the Chargers makes a lot of sense for, um, for uh, Bill Belichick and Harbaugh as well. But it's one of those interesting interesting situations because if, say, Harbaugh wants to go to the Raiders or agrees to go to the Raiders, I think you have to take him ahead of Antonio Pierce. Even if the locker room wants Pierce, he might be their you know, second choice, et cetera. But, man, if you have an opportunity to take Harbaugh just based on his track record, winning every single place he's ever been, starting you know San Diego, Stanford, the Niners, Michigan, I mean – he's the number one free agent coach out there potentially. So I think no matter what the locker room wants, if you're the Raiders, if you're the Chargers, you have to go after this guy, do whatever you have to and, do. And if, and if that's the case and, and you also back what ACL is saying, Harbaugh is minus 150 to the Chargers, but then, okay. you know, if he goes to the Raiders, then you got Ben, uh, Ben Johnson, Dan Quinn, Bill Belichick right there. So um, you could take some, some, yeah, you probably take all three and make some money. You know, two of them are plus seven hundred, one plus eight hundred, and then you know it gets to uh, you know about ten to one for some of the other guys. I believe the Raiders are also paying two head coaches. I think they're paying Gruden, and I think they're paying McDaniel's right now. So that they'll have three coaches on the payroll, even though only one of them is actually there. All right, Wags. Uh, moving along here in the NFL, as we mentioned, there are six games this weekend. NFL playoff market 
usually pretty darn efficient. <laughs> I don't know that you're going to get a fishy line is, uh, in terms of what we normally see throughout the year, mostly on, on the on the college side. Any lines sticking out for you? Maybe, you know, fishy, whatever, weather, injuries, et cetera, that sort of just caught your eye uh, for fishy lines this week. Yeah, well, first off, I think I'm pretty sure my fishy line last week. I I didn't re-listen, and and I probably shouldn't. I've been pretty pretty busy, so I completely forgot who I took. But I'm almost positive I said that the Texans as a fa- favorite had me screaming. I thought the Colts should be uh, favored in that game, and it turned out to be right. And you know, Houston goes into Indy wins um, this week. Look, ACL, I agree with you. Nothing really too fishy. Um, the only argument I think that I could make is Browns being a favorite uh, favorite on the road might have a little bit of stench to it, um, especially because, you know, I think the public seems to have this warm feeling towards uh, C.J. Stroud and the Texans. And, and to be honest, how can you not? I mean, he was picked behind Bryce Young, and I think he's proven to many that, you know, that may have been a bad choice. I guess, you know, careers and, and you know, we'll, we'll see in the next 10 years how that plays out. Um, you also have the coach of the year, potentially, and most likely in D'Amico Ryans, um, so. up, up and coming offensive coordinator, Bobby Slowick Jr. Look, they're at home. Um, you know, I think this game should be closer to pick them. Maybe even Houston, a slight favorite. And the Browns okay. defense, you know, to me, hasn't been playing all that great to and living up to, like, their hype. Um, you know, but, you know, the second part of the year, you got playoff Flacco in, like, rare form right now, coming off the couch and, and just zinging it around. So, um, you know, I think the public will say, Flacco, I'm going to back him. He's old. It's, the, you know, on the road in the playoffs. Uh has a little stench to it, so I would just kind of be wary of that um, and maybe take a look. Uh, at least I will be taking a look if I do take that game um, to, to back Cleveland there. It's an interesting handicap because you have the whole rookie quarterback, rookie head coach angle, which is generally a fade in the playoffs. Generally, I say. And then you have the whole Joe Flacco's due for a stinker game, right? He's been having this amazing run over the last six weeks. Look at his, some of his competition. Not the best. Now you're yep. going on the road, hostile environment, defense that's going to be, you know, ready to go. Uh, and then you have CJ Stroud, the big unknown. So we we saw originally this number open one and a half Cleveland, got quickly bet to two and a half. Then you're sort of having this back and forth, right? Whenever it gets to three, Houston money comes in, takes it back down to two, two and a half. Cleveland money comes in. Uh, I'll probably be tweeting this on, on Saturday Saturday morning, ping pong. This is a ping pong game at two and a half and three, right? You're seeing pros come in at Houston at three, pros come in at, at on Cleveland at anything less than three. Big teaser opportunity as well. If you're getting to three, you can get it to nine or 10 on the teaser yep, line as well. Exactly. So yep. I agree with you there. I will just mention this as far as not that it's necessarily fishy, but just stuff to watch out for. Uh, weather. This is a big weather weekend for a couple of games. The Kansas City game, the Pittsburgh Buffalo game, uh, more so than than anything else. It's going to be cold in in Kansas City for sure. They're talking about minus eighteen wind chill feels like on field. Minus eighteen, not eighteen, minus eighteen. Okay, so that's one thing. The Pittsburgh Buffalo one is interesting because we're talking about wind. So this total uh, opened around forty, which was a bad number. Got bet down to thirty five based on some of these early weather reports. We're seeing up to 25-mile-an-hour gusts, which when you're betting a total, more so than snow, more so than rain, you want to look at wind. Whenever you get wind, that affects kicking, that affects passing, so you basically get run, 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 run. So this total got down to 35. Yesterday we saw some weather reports, maybe it's not as bad, back up to 36. So monitor the wind in that Pittsburgh-Buffalo game. And obviously the lower the total, the more the points come into play as far as 
them being more valuable, right? If you have a, a low total plus the points, more valuable on that side. So take a look at that either way you want to play it. But as of taping now, Wednesday, we're looking at a 36 total. Yep, that makes sense. And, uh, you know, you'll you'll see um, a lot of rushing and, uh, you know, Pitt and Buffalo, both two top 13 teams in rushing, Buffalo 7, Pitt 13th. And then on the flip side, two, uh, you know, Buffalo's 15th against the run, Pitt 19th against the run. Um, that could play into account. James Cook, um, you know, and, and Fournette even uh, got some reps last yeah. week in, in, in Miami. So take a look at those. Fournette's been on the practice squad for the last couple of months, and now he's getting reps in playoffs. Um, all right, looking ahead, Jet Wags, we have a very general look ahead. Rams versus Lions, an interesting handicap here. Rams currently Sorry, Lions currently minus three and a half, total 51 and a half. The QB Revenge Bowl, if you will. One of the few instances where I would argue teams who traded quarterbacks here, Goff and Stafford, I would say that actually worked out really well for both. Uh, Matthew Stafford, of course, t- taking the Rams to a Super Bowl uh, right when he got there. Jared Goff really kind of resurrecting his career once he got to Detroit, got Ben Johnson as his OC. I think if you want to play the revenge angle, though, as far as this trade goes, then Goff certainly has the motivational edge there. They kind of got rid of him, shipped him off to get the you know future Hall of Famer Stafford. But one thing that I would look at with this game is is rest, right? Dan Campbell tweeted this out, played his starters the entirety of last game. So they have absolutely no rest coming into here. And doing so, you also potentially lost Sam Laporta here. Uh, they're all world rookie tight end, which is a massive loss potentially. As of taping here Wednesday morning, the Lions are saying he has an outside shot to play. Might just be some games, gamesmanship there by the Lions, not wanting to rule him out yet. Also coaching. Uh, Dan Campbell, you know he's good for one or two kind of reckless decisions here that will leave you scratching your head. So I give a huge coaching edge to the Rams. The one aspect where the Lions do have the advantage is special teams. The Rams rank absolutely dead last in the league in special teams. So watch out for a potential special teams blunder here by the Rams. If they can avoid that, uh, it's going to go a long way because coaching, offense, defense, everything else, kind of the intangibles, I give the the Rams the the uh, the advantage here. So uh, I think, Wags, this is a game that we will be talking about a little bit later in the show. Uh, so we'll probably dive into it a little bit more there. But any thoughts you have generally on Rams versus Lions here? Yeah, I mean, look, you, you hit the nail on the head. I think the storyline here is Goff and uh, Stafford facing each other, both careers starting with the opposing teams. Now Stafford comes back to Ford Field. Goff versus McVay. Stafford coming home against uh, the team that he played for for 12 years. I think the matchup is very even. Like, you know, you said you, you give a little slight nod to the Rams. Um, you know, they're both top eight in offenses. Detroit is actually fifth. L.A. is eighth. Um, and defensively, Detroit 23rd and the Rams are 19th. So both very good against the run. Um, yeah, I think the Lions, though, have a slightly difficult time against the pass. And, you know, now that the Rams are pretty healthy with Cooper Cup, Puka Nakua leading the way, um, you know, that could be an interesting take right there. Uh, talking about injuries, you mentioned that Sam Laporta doesn't look like he's going to play a hyperextended knee last week. And um, like you mentioned, again, you know, outside chance he can go. My my gut says there's no chance. Um, or if they do put him out there, you know, the doctors basically say it's it's not going to get worse. Um, and he, he can give it a go and, you know, probably tweak it again sometime during the game. Uh, I think this game is going to be really fun to watch on Sunday night. I can't wait. 
completely agree with that. Should be a really, really good game. All these games are great. I, I, yeah. You know, sometimes you get kind of that stinker. I, the the joke, of course, being the, you know, the Houston Texans, the early game Saturday, pretty much every single year whenever they're in the playoffs. But I think that's a really compelling game. Yeah, uh, no. Browns, Texans. That, yeah. That's a, look, yeah, to me, I, I look at the slate. I mean, this is just initial gut reactions. Miami, Kansas City, you know, um, the weather, right? Like that's going to play um, – you know, really have an impact, I think, on this game. I, like, it's very difficult to play in, in minus 18 degrees <laughs> when it feels that way. I, I can't even think about it. I start sh- shivering. Um, but, yeah, that, that I mean, that's all I can think about. I think it, it should be – it could be a decent game. Um, but, you know, who, who knows? There's some some interesting aspects there. I think Cleveland and Houston, I think that game is going to be great. Pitt and Buffalo, I think that's going to be a good game. I, you know, I think most of the public is like, oh, Buffalo is going to kill them. Mm-hmm. Um, Pitt's been playing pretty decent ball for like the last uh, last few weeks, and even with you know a quarterback change, they put up 34 points against Cincinnati, 30 points against Seattle. Um, you know, Baltimore last week they put up 17. Um, I don't really read too much into that. Um, yeah, I think that was just a tough game. And, you know, even though. Baltimore rested a lot of people. It's still a divisional game. Those teams hate each other. Um, and before that, um, you know, they lost three in a row, right, to, to three kind of cupcake teams, cupcake teams they should have beat. So, you know, which team are you going to get in Pittsburgh? Um, you know, they, they, don't, they don't have Watt, so that's going to put a damper on that. Um, Green Bay and Dallas. Green Bay's been playing some really good ball. Dallas, yeah. not so much, but Dallas at home, you know, that, that should you know kind of scare you. And honestly, the, the Eagles – Bucks game it should be a really good game but like my initial gut is like boring like I really don't really want to watch that game as much um you know that's just my my take and, and no offense to Bucks or, or Eagles fans out there um but the Eagles really need to take a look in the mirror uh that's all I'll say about them on the Eagles Bucks game I agree with you I mean just from a on and paper injuries, perspective, huh? if you will, the number one thing I'm, I have circled, circled, circled on that game is Baker Mayfield practice reports. He put up nine points last week against the Panthers. He's not right. All kind of internal reports are that he's truly, truly struggling. Now, if your quarterback is hurt, if your quarterback is struggling, what better way to get right than play Matt Patricia-led defense? And yeah. if you look at the Eagles are bottom, not bottom in the, of, of the playoff teams, bottom in the NFL in terms of defensive defensive efficiency over the last month. So take a look at that. But look, if he, not to say he's not going to play, you have, you know, I think, believe it's uh, Kyle Trask backing him up. He'll probably get, you know, shot up. Luckily for them, they have two extra days here. But uh, all indications are he is certainly not close to 100% there for that game. Yeah. What about Jalen Hurts' finger? I mean, that looked nasty. Yep. It looked almost like mallet finger. I'm not sure what it was and what the final um, diagnosis was, but um, that looked pretty bad. And, uh, you know, AJ Brown too, right? Didn't he go down? Yep. Uh, so yep. I mean, he, this is a injury ridden game. So you just monitor that situation. Don't just kind of blindly go in it thinking that both teams are, are healthy. Make sure you do your uh, full injury report analysis prior to making any bets. No doubt. All right, moving along before we hit up the free play, $300 site credit Monday night football contest for said game between the Eagles and the Bucks. I'm about to read off three questions. For that Monday night football game, the person to get all three correct first gets 300 bucks in site credits, acl.sports.com, no questions asked. All you have to do to enter is DM your answer to either myself or Wags on X or Instagram. Here we go. Question number one, Eagles minus two and a half versus the Bucks. Are you taking the Eagles minus the two and a half or Tampa Bay plus two and a half? Question number two, over under 44 and a half 
over under 44 and a half. And question number three, the total number of receptions by future Hall of Famer Mike Evans. Total number of, of receptions by Mike Evans in the game. All right. Good luck. Get him in. Be the first to do so. 300 bucks and site credit is yours. No questions asked. Moving along to the free play. Looking to bounce back. We, we were hot. Had the Bears last week plus three. Did not come in. Certainly had their chances. But um, we look to bounce back here, Wags. It is a game that we talked about a little bit earlier in the show. We are again doing a co-free play. Wags and I talked. We both agree. We both like this play. The free play this week is the Rams, plus three and a half. Now, shop around for this line because some books are posting plus three, plus 100. And there are other books posting plus three and a half, minus 120. In our opinion, the 20 cents is worth getting the hook above the three here. So officially, the free play is Rams, plus three and a half, minus 120. We talked about it earlier. Coaching advantage for the Rams. Better units on both sides of the ball, both offensively and defensively for the Rams. And the one wild card, in my view, that's not getting talked about enough is Sean McVay's familiarity with Jared Goff, right? His ability to scheme against Goff. No coach in the entire league knows Goff's tendencies and how to defend him better than Sean McVay after having coached him for so many years with the Rams. So all that combined, you're giving us the much more playoff-proven quarterback in Stafford, future Hall of Famer, against his old team. On top of that, a Rams team that had a week to rest this past week. They played no starters against the Niners, so they've had an extra week there. Campbell played all his guys, and you're giving us over a field goal. We're taking the Rams here, plus three and a half as the free play. Yeah, no, I think this is a great play. Look, Rams are quietly one of the hottest teams in football. They have won seven of their last eight games. They There's nobody who has won as many or better than the Rams. And their only loss on the road in Baltimore by six points. Should have won that game. Right? So, look, I mentioned this, both teams top eight in offense, um, but both teams – Team's defenses are mediocre. I think the Lions over the last eight games gave up 24 points a game. Rams, on the other hand, have actually improved since their beginning. I think they were giving up 23. They've now given up 21.6. Um, I think the Rams are better coached. They're healthy. Um, they've been playing better ball. And guess what? The Lions have not won a playoff game since January 5th, 1992. Uh, they beat the Cowboys. <laughs> and since then, they are 0-8. and that said, give me the Rams plus three and a half. Um, yeah, I think there's a chance that they can actually pull off the win here in Detroit. So, uh, yeah, you're giving me over a field goal um, with the better coach, with a healthy team, um, with a pass defense that's really below average, and, and with a guy like Cooper Cup and Puka Nakua, uh, two guys that are, are, are really good um, in a Stafford revenge game, kind of, in, in, if you want to give me that, uh, think of it that way. Um, yep, all over the Rams here. We agree on that play, and I will say this. I tweeted this out earlier this morning, especially for the NFL playoffs. Check out a lot of these other markets. So one market in in, uh, in particular that I was talking about is the quarterback to have the most passing yards in the playoffs. They do this for rushing. They do this for receiving. And it's a really interesting market because you have to handicap the game, the number of games played. So the quarterbacks that are in this round actually have a little bit of an advantage versus Lamar, versus Purdy, who potentially could play one last game. Right. So you can't just automatically go go to uh, to those guys. Dak is the favorite at plus 360. One reason, because he's a seven and a half point favorite this weekend. And then they have, based on the odds, the best potential to go forward. And if they make the Super Bowl, that would be four games where Brock Purdy, Lamar, the most games that they can play is three. 
right? So always take a look at these kind of secondary markets, if you will, uh, when the as the uh, NFL playoffs are starting. The playoff package is up on the site now. It gets you every single play, every single future that we make for the entire playoffs, and that does include the Super Bowl. So the Super Bowl package is included in the playoff package as well. So you get everything with that. Wags, cannot wait for the playoffs here. Uh, hopefully we have a, a fantastic month capped off by the Super Bowl again. Fantastic year going forward here. Happy New Year to everybody as well. I know we said that last time, but Happy New Year again. Uh, enjoy the rest of your Vegas trip, my man. Hit up those books, hit up those futures, hit up those lines. And uh, yeah, anything else before we get out of here? No, nah, that's it. I mean, obviously looking forward to a great playoffs. Uh, capped off a nice college uh, season with the nice 8-1 and one national championship uh, card. And, and yeah, I mean, look, Vegas will be fun. I'm looking forward to it. NHL's been hot, hot, hot. Yes, sir. 60%. Um, first, uh, I would say the first six weeks were up and down, probably around 50 to 53%, not great. Um, but since then we have been on fire um, and, you know, looking, up, uh, looking forward to that. And uh, yeah, looking forward to these NFL playoffs and uh, can't wait for these games uh, this weekend. College basketball in full swing January. Love when these conferences start to play each other, when these teams within conferences. So the Saturday college basketball cards Always fun. Always fun. So college basketball has been hot, hot, hot. Any questions, DM us on X, on Instagram, through the website, whatever you want. All the packages are up on the website and updated as well. All right. That is this week's pod. NFL playoffs this week, and we'll be back same time next week to be talking about the results from Super Wild Card Weekend. Hopefully everybody can watch the Chiefs-Dolphins game Saturday night. We'll see how that winds up yeah, Good luck nationwide. Man, I'm so <laughs> Disaster good, in the making. Look, I mean, I don't really care <laughs> to pay the money, but it's principle, right? Like the fact yep. is yep. you're forcing me to pay money to watch a game that has historically been free. And it's just, it gives you a bad taste in your mouth. It's a money grab. It's a yep. money grab. And most people are not going to know until five minutes before when they flip over from the Texans game to the try to find the Chiefs game. And I, well, I you just can think, just already I see. I mean, it. I mentioned it like all the older, like I've already thought about like my dad, he's going to like, He's right. going to have no idea what to do. I'm going to have to talk him through how to, you know, probably have to talk to my mom to think because she's a little bit more tech savvy than my dad and yeah. basically let her know, like, this is how you do it. You got to download Peacock and then good luck figuring out how to even get to the game through the Peacock app because who knows? I, I don't have it. And, you know, I don't know how easy it's going to be. I assume it's just going to say, watch it. And, and then you have to, right, you, can you go on TV? I guess you can go on a smart TV and connect Peacock through to, through there or mirror your phone onto the computer but or onto the TV. But, I mean, like, there's a lot of these, you know, older people. There's, there's not a better word than older that are, you know, 55-plus who are not tech-forward people. They didn't, you know, learn the Internet like us or, or the younger crew. It's just – it's it's – a money grab and it's going to be a disaster and people are going to be bitter and it's just stupid. Well said. We will leave it at that. We will leave it at that. Twitter will be blowing up Saturday night. I can already see it coming. So there we go. NFL. Good luck with that. All right. That's enough for WAGS. I'm ACL. Good luck on all your plays. Talk to you guys next week.